Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We all did our part in the early 2010s, right? As part of Heat Nation in 2012 and 13, those back-to-back NBA championships that Norris Cole actually won as a member of the Miami Heat. I, you know, was kind of, I was there. Like, <laughs> I lived in Miami. <laughs> so I was part of it as well. We all did our part, Norris. <laughs> Absolutely. We always acknowledge the fan and the support. We couldn't do it without you guys. We appreciate you, Andy. I Norris really don't stand. I really so don't nice. stand a chance here tonight. Do <laughs> you I? do not, James. You, you might don't. as well just take the rest of the night off. Norris Cole filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight on Amber and Ian, presented to you, of course, by Progressive Insurance. But let's talk NFL. We've got a matchup coming our way in a little over ten minutes from now. The Bucks will kick off at the Bills. Both of these teams with three losses on the record, one more surprising than the other. But let's talk betting angles, and for that, we turn to our friend Anita Marks. ESPN sports betting analyst and Anita as always of course thanks for your time let's start with how injured this Bills team has looked missing some key starters there particularly defensively how have the injuries impacted the Bills from a betting perspective I'm I'm happy to talk about the Bills but just so you full disclosure I lived on a house in a house on South Beach with five Miami Heat dancers for three years so I'm eventually going to write a book, but just so just so you know, I'd probably we could have some really interesting conversations here between the three of us. But nonetheless, <laughs> well, you just know, you're a part here? of it. What is that happening? is true. Anita works like <laughs> Anita was Miami. Absolutely, the Heat Nation is strong. What is happening? I'm happening. I'm happening. That's what's happening. I'm happening. <laughs> Shout out to Heat Nation. For those who don't know, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. The culture is a real thing, Anita. Also, though, these injuries to Buffalo are a real thing, unfortunately. All right, let's dive into it. I digress. Um, yes, you're absolutely right. With the Buffalo Bills, you've got Daquan Jones, Matt Milano, Tredavious White. All of them have injuries right now. So they've been out since week six. And since they've been out, this Bills defense has been given up the third highest success rate against the pass the 15th highest success rate against the run. And, oh, by the way, let me remind you that's against Tyrod Taylor, the backup quarterback for the Giants, as well as Mac Jones and the Patriots, who put up 29 points against them. So my play tonight, I know we only have about 10 minutes to get this in. It's the Bucks team total over at 16.5 points. Um, they're going to be able to move the ball. Again, this is a Bills defense. They're giving up seven yards on first down. They're giving up the most percentage highest percentage in regard to third down conversion rate i think mike evans is going to have a big night against dane jackson who's about 5 11 in the morning of course we know we shrink because of you know as as the day progresses because of gravity he's 5 10 at night so maybe he's playing at 5 10 tonight since it's a night game but uh but my my bet here is the bucks team total over at 16 and a half points hold on is that a real thing we shrink as the day yes, goes on. Real, yes, it's a real thing. I have yes. never mm. known that. 
Anita, did you just come up with some new science on us? Not at night. (laughs) (laughs) You just came up with some new science on us? I don't shrink, Anita. I don't. I I don't. (laughs) Me either, Amber. See, there you go. It's a thing. I'm just saying it's a thing. (laughs) So, okay. You know, you're not really much into this game tonight. You don't like this game. But what prop bets are you into tonight? Yeah. So, listen, is, is this game sexy? No, it's really not. But if you've got money on the game, it becomes sexy. So let's talk about some of the prop bets you could, you could place that's going to make you want to watch this game. Uh, Josh okay. Allen over his passing yards. It keeps, on, it, it keeps on rising, by the way. I got it at 255.5. Last I checked, it was up to 262.5. I still like it. Why the Bucks top 10 defense against the run, sixth worst defense against the pass. So I think Josh Allen, the way if the Buffalo Bills are going to beat the Bucks tonight, it's going to be through the air. Who is he going to throw the ball to? Stephon Diggs. Why? Squeaky Will gets the grease. And 37% target share when Josh Allen is blitzed. And the Bucks are blitz happy. So I like Stephon Diggs over six and a half receptions, also over his yards. And last but not least, Rashad White under 45 and a half rushing yards. He's only averaging 3.2 yards per carry. Uh, he's the worst running back in the NFL in yards before contact. And I think Vaughn and Chase Edmonds eat into his carries as well. And last but not least, this is my best bet on Daily Wager tonight. Hopefully you tuned in. And that's Shakir, Khalil Shakir. He's a wide receiver. So Daniel Knox is out. He hurt his wrist. The Bills play a lot of 12 personnel. What is that for folks that maybe aren't as savvy when it comes to the NFL? It means two tight end sets. So he's out now. So what are they going to do? Kincaid's going to start. I do like Kincaid. If you've got him in fantasy, kudos to you. But they're going to play a lot more three wide receiver set because Knox is out. And, And Khalil Shakir is that third wide receiver. So I like any time touchdown for Shakir. You can get that at plus 750. I like over receptions and over receiving yards for him as well. I think he's going to be a big part of this offense tonight. When this game kicks off in just a few minutes, we will keep you updated on all of the action right here on Amber and Ian Norris. Cole filling in for Ian tonight. Anita Marks on the phone with us, ESPN sports betting analyst. Anita, let's talk about some of the other games around the National Football League as we head into week eight in just moments but on Sunday the New York Jets at the New York Giants a big one for New York what do you like about this game yeah let me tell you something the Giants as we know chances are will not make it to the playoffs okay the Jets still have hope alive right because their defense has just been otherworldly this game is the Super Bowl to these owners Right? Like, it, it's, it's New York. I mean, you've got Woody Johnson. You've got John Mara slash T- Steve Tisch. This is Army-Navy. This is Michigan-Ohio State. This is for all the marbles. Both these teams are going to be coming into this really all hands on deck. I don't believe Daniel Jones is going to start. I think Tyrod Taylor is going to get the start. I don't think Daniel's ready for this because of his neck injury. But both these teams defensively have been performing exceptionally well. The Jets are coming off of a bye week, so they're healthier, rested, ready to go. Their defense, top five in the NFL. And the Giants, the last three weeks, Wink Martindale is their defensive coordinator. He's been teeing up some really good stuff. And, he, and, and defensively, they've really done well. So I know the over-under is pretty low. It's at 36 and a half. 
Like, it's an all-time low. Like, like I don't think there's been an over-under that's been this low since, like, 2012. Like, something historically like that. But I see this game ending, like, 17-13. Uh, not sure who's going to win. I have a lean towards the Jets. So if you want to lay the money on the Jets at minus two and a half, but I think the play here is the under, even though it's, it's exceptionally low, I think the play here is the under at 36 and a half. Okay. Well, you know, that's New York. But <laughs> this next question I'm going to ask you, Anita, these are two potential Super Bowl meeting teams, the Niners and the Bengals. Mm-hmm. What, do you think of, what do you think about that one? I think Sam Darnold is 10 times the quarterback Brock Purdy is. So I think that, listen, Brock Purdy, like, again, I talk about this a lot. So many, 31 teams passed up on Brock Purdy more than six times because a lot of those teams had two draft picks within the round. There's a reason for that. Okay, we talk about system, quote-unquote, quarterbacks, right? You eliminate Debo Samuel, you have Christian McCaffrey playing at 75%, and you have a busted offensive line. Now we see the warts with Brock Purdy. He's been horrific the last two weeks. Anita, though, Anita. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is the better quarterback. The, the 49ers are going to win this. And if you can get wow. this right now at four under, jump on it. I jumped on this when it was three under. I, I, I don't, I, you know, politics play a huge role. And, you know, you guys know this in sports, right? Politics mm-hmm. play a huge role. The 49ers screwed up taking Trey Lance where they did. They wanted everyone to believe that they found a diamond in the rough in, with Brock Purdy with the last draft, the last pick in the NFL draft, when all along – Sam Darnold was their best quarterback on their roster. So now they've got their best quarterback who's going to be starting in the best situation he's ever been in. He's never had a team like this here in New York. He never had a team like this in Carolina. So I would run, don't walk to the window, jump on this line right now. 49ers win outright. We are up against the clock, but that is a hot take. That's a very hot take. Just dropped on the way out. ESPN sports betting analyst. Check her out on the daily wager. Anita, thanks so much. You got it. Enjoy tonight. Amber and Ian is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Coming up next here, maybe we'll react a little bit to what Anita just said. Also, Micah Parsons thinks the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the NFL. We'll get into that. ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Rolling along here on Amber and Ian, Norris Cole, back-to-back NBA champ Norris Cole filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. So much cooler than, frankly, when I say Ian Fitzsimmons is on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love Ian, but he didn't yeah, win NBA didn't titles, that. you know? So, I don't worry. He's, he's traveling for college football right now. You can find him on our college football coverage. He's traveling right now. He's not firing up his radio at this very moment. You know he's you know, you said that on the air, and now I haven't recorded? No. Nope. Oh, I love Ian, but he... <laughs> He's no I mean, Norris Cole. I think I, he, well, he's just no back-to-back two-time NBA champion. This Norris Cole, you know, it's funny because Norris, I imagine that they tell guys when they go into the league, cherish every moment. There's there's players who spend their entire careers and never even make a postseason. And you did it every single season you spent in the NBA except for one. You hardly know anything except for success. This is true. You know. Spoiled. I remember the first time, first time I didn't make the playoffs, I didn't know what to do. Right, like you're what, like your summer started and you're and you have no did idea. Not, did not know what to do. So it's true. It's definitely true. I was I was spoiled for sure. It's like the first time LeBron didn't make the playoffs in Los Angeles when he was the Lakers that for that first year. It felt I thought he was relieved, you know, because at that run for him had been whatever had been at that point, 13 years or whatever the heck. I don't have any of it in front of me, but it had been so many years that that man had been in a postseason at that point Mm -hmm. that he had to have just been excited to get June and July back in his life just for a moment no, in time, no, right? No, no, like no, not even no. just a moment to rest, no. like just one little moment if you're spending 20 years in the league like that, dude. No, because that's what you play for. You play for the playoffs. The energy level, that that spark that you get, you don't go through all that rigors and grind of the regular season just to be done in April. Like, no, you go through all that pain and suffering so that when all the eyes are on you, when all the marbles, you know, that's what that's what you play for. This is why I was never an athlete. Because if I was LeBron James, I would have been on a mega yacht sipping Mai Tais 10 years ago. <laughs> Y'all are built different with that competitive nature that you guys have in order don't, to make Don't, it don't think he level. wasn't still on that yacht. He, it just wasn't in, you know, That's June. That's true. He's just it, doing it, it in August It was a little August later. Instead, it was a little right? later, August, September, you know. <laughs> He's just punting on that. That's true. Good point. I guess you can arrange your mega yacht schedule. I don't have much uh, familiarity with mega yacht schedules, but I would imagine that oh, those Oh, no, I can't either. Flexible. I said him. He can't. Right. No, I, I, yes, I got that. Uh, LeBron, he probably has the mega yacht on speed dial. So that is the voice of Norris Cole filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons tonight. Amber and Ian is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can always join the conversation. Triple eight, say ESPN. The World Series is on ESPN radio. You cannot catch all the action tomorrow night. We will not be on air because we'll allow baseball to have its moment. Game one. Coverage begins right here on ESPN Radio, 7 p.m. Eastern. Of course, you can also hear it on the ESPN app. But let's talk about what Anita Marks just said when she was on ESPN Radio with us because she was dropping the hot nuggets about betting, as she does, and you asked her about the 49ers matchup. And she said that the 49ers will have their best quarterback playing this weekend by far. Now, remember starter Brock Purdy? He is in concussion protocol. He's not going to get the go this weekend. Here's Anita Marks. I think Sam Darnold is 10 times the quarterback Brock Purdy is. Mm. So I think that 
Listen, Brock Purdy, like, again, I talk about this a lot. 31 teams passed up on Brock Purdy more than six times because a lot Mm. of those teams had two draft picks within the round. There's a reason for that, okay? We talk about system, quote-unquote, quarterbacks, right? You eliminate Debo Samuel, you have Christian McCaffrey playing at 75%, and you have a busted offensive line. Now we see the warts with Brock Purdy. He's been horrific the last two weeks. Okay, that's a lot to digest because there are a lot of people that think Sam Darnold has a pretty good shot here to look competent and good in that system. And certainly we've seen other quarterbacks look good in that system, not named Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy, the way that he has played for the majority of this season, the last two games, we've had some hiccups, we've had multiple interceptions. But the majority of this season, the majority of last season, once he started for the 49ers, it hasn't just been good. It's been great in that system, Norris. Yes. And if Sam Darnold was 10 times better than him, he would have showed it in training camp in preseason, and he would have been the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. That's 100% sure. I think uh, Nita, she doesn't believe in diamonds in the rough. You know, not everyone can be the number one or two overall pick or, you know, the first-round pick. Sometimes it takes a little bit of development or it takes somebody with a special eye to see the talent. And I think sometimes that's what we we don't give enough credit to Brock Purdy. But – this is the NFL, and he'll get his chance. Sam Darnold will get his chance, and I think she'll realize he is a system quarterback. <laughs> so if he looks good, that's good. But it won't be just because he's that great of a quarterback because we've seen what it's like when he had to be the leader of a whole franchise. It didn't work out that well. And so, you know, shout-out to Sam Darnold for, you know, remaining professional, and now he has a chance to – do what he has to do, but 10 times better than Brock Purdy? Absolutely not. 10 times seems extreme, and how oh, man. how convinced she is that Sam will be so much better, because frankly, I mean, and again, I understand the hiccups here the last two games, and we're coming off of a multiple interception performance for Brock Purdy, but also... Every quarterback game. goes through that, though. Well, and also a game that that apparently he got rocked at some point. And he entered, and you know, he started exhibiting concussion symptoms on the plane home, which is why he's not going to get the go, and why Sam's going to get the go this weekend. So, how much did that affect things in that game? Regardless, and without your All Pro left tackle, who's the best in the in the league? Absolutely. And absolutely. Debo, who's one of the best in the league, and seventy five percent of McCaffrey, who's the best running back in the league. Any quarterback would struggle. But, but those those back-to-back losses aside, like, there's not much better. Like, there's not room to be 10 times better. <laughs> that's, right. like, that's Sam Darnold <laughs> being Patrick Mahomes and then some, you know? And Sam Darnold's right. been in the league for, what, six years, I believe? I mean, he has had multiple stops, and he has had multiple opportunities. So, yes, maybe 31 teams were wrong about Brock Purdy in terms of their draft evaluation of that guy. But also, there's been multiple teams who have not just had draft evaluations of Sam Darnold, but also actual league experience here where we have seen him be a starter in the league multiple times over and it has not gone well and so when you pull the numbers for Sam Darnold and you pull the numbers for Brock Purdy now this is the best situation Sam Darnold will ever find himself in in his NFL career so far I get that it's also the first game that he is starting in this situation in this system and I'm with you Mm -hmm. I think that if Kyle Shanahan saw in training camp what Anita's suggesting exists for Sam Darnold then Sam Darnold would be the starter. Like, it, where, like, what, why do they need to make the 
the guy on the the rookie deal who was Mr. Irrelevant, who nobody had on their draft board as the starter, if there was another guy on that roster who gave you a better opportunity? Yeah, that, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. People got people don't understand either. When you're missing the best left tackle in the league, your play is going to struggle. We saw what Patrick Mahomes looked like that Super Bowl when his offensive line was banged up. He's the best in the world. So I think we downplaying he don't have his best offensive lineman. Right, and that certainly matters here. It'll matter, though, being banged up around Sam Darnold as well. I do think Sam Darnold, exactly. they brought in a really competent backup in Sam Darnold for a reason. That mm -hmm. franchise has been absolutely snake-bitten by injuries. You saw what happened to Trey Lance. You saw what happened to Jimmy Garoppolo. It's the whole reason we even know that Brock Purdy is worth a darn in terms of an NFL quarterback. So now that injury, they made sure they had a viable backup plan in Sam Darnold. It's why he's part of this team. I think he's going to look good in the Kyle Shanahan system. I don't think he's going to look 100 times or 10 times or even five times better than Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy has executed that system overall so darn flawlessly. But I still think that it can look good nevertheless. They are playing the Bengals this weekend. It's not an easy matchup coming their way Sunday at 425 p.m. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. So Bucks Bills underway. We've been doing a lot of NFL on tonight's show, of course, but it is the NBA season. And man, are there NBA storylines already to discuss? We've got Norris Cole tonight filling in for Ian Fitzsimmons, back-to-back two-time NBA champion Norris Cole. We're also going to bring in some help with the NBA conversation. And for that, I love to turn to Andre Snellings, ESPN senior NBA writer. And Dre, I understand that you and Norris Cole are from the same place and have a connection here. That's what's up. Dayton, Ohio, stand up. Norris, Dayton, uh, Dayton Dunbar, you, you've been uh, shouting out the Miami Heat Championship. 
I recall a uh, uh, Dayton Dunbar state champion with uh, uh, Norris and Daquan leading the way. Absolutely. Back-to-back championships in high school, state championships. You know what you're talking about, Andre. This man just wins back-to-back championships (laughs) wherever he goes, apparently. You know, he's a a walking double chip. Yeah, life life is easy when you're Norris Cole. All right, Andre, let's talk about some of the things happening around the NBA. You just mentioned it. He was a back-to-back champion with my Miami Heat. Gilbert Arenas, he was on our morning show here on ESPN Radio, Dre, and he said some things about my Heat that have me very, very, very... Very hot. I don't know if you heard Gilbert, so let me go ahead and play it for you. Take a listen. The right. same thing that they did last year just without the uh, miracle playoff run. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm expecting eighth place at best. Let's just be honest. What they did with that team was a miracle, right? You know, when you look at the roster out of 15 players, I think seven was undrafted, which is technically in NBA terms, probably the worst team put together when it comes to what's on the team. Um, Pat Riley and the Heat culture did uh, an amazing job maximizing the talent that they had. And, you know, it's the Cinderella story. At the end of the day, in the big picture, I don't see how they make the playoffs. I really personally would be surprised. So, again, that was Gilbert Arenas on on Sportsman like this morning. Andre, your reaction? I mean, you know, first of all, this is Agent Zero. So we know he's going to have strong opinions. He's going to have a lot to say. You can't really sell the Cinderella angle when they've been in the conference finals three of the last four years. You know, they've been in the NBA finals two of the last four years. So it's, I mean, I, I, the arms race this offseason with the Bucks and the Celtics, it's, it seems like it'll be hard for them to, to keep up and get back to the finals again. But I think they've earned the right to say that anything can happen with them. Um, I will be shocked if they're not in the playoffs. Especially, I mean, you look at their division, it's not like, they're in with the juggernaut. You know, it's the Heat, the Magic, the Hornets, the Hawks, and the Wizards. There's no team there outside of the Heat that I'm looking to make noise in the playoffs. So I think they have a good chance to win their division. And, you know, uh, when they get to the playoffs and Jimmy Butler trades in his regular season emo hairstyle for his uh, playoff uh, uh, Hemi uh, do, you know, it, it's a whole new season. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to disagree with Gilbert on this one. Dre, I don't think you just know how happy you just made Amber. <laughs> no, no, he knows. When you, when I, you I've worked with Amber before. I, I'm oh, very my sure. goodness. That was for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, to, I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, Gilbert, you know, he always says outlandish things, but, I mean, no one has won more playoff games than, other than the Warriors and made more finals appearance in the last five, ten years. You know, the Heat is just is other than the Warriors. So that was kind of outlandish. Um to not make the playoffs, that's just not even. When was the last time Spo didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, if if Butler and Adebayo play even the sixty or so games that, that Butler's been playing the last couple years, um, they 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 tend to fill in the pieces. He mentioned seven undrafted players, but you know they have a knack for bringing in the right guys, coaching them up into their system, and and getting the the the, the Heat culture going with them. So. Uh, I, I would be shocked if they don't make the playoffs, but I mean, to his point, I would be shocked if they're back in the finals. 
But, you know, I was shocked last year, so anything could happen. I mean, there were, there were some down years there, Norris, after your time there uh, with the Miami yeah, Heat. I, I, and they've been back once Jimmy joined that team. But how long ago was that, though? This is 2023. Well, I'm hey, I am with you. You are going to get zero argument from me. Andre Snellings, ESPN senior NBA writer, joining us here on Amber and Ian Norris Cole filling in for Ian tonight. Dre, I want to ask you about Wemby's debut. Started off slow, foul trouble, though, early. What did you make of it overall? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's been very similar at every stage. Like, I I went and watched him out in Vegas in the summer league, and his first summer league game was really slow. And then he bounced back in the second game, particularly late with a a flurry of of big shots as his team was trying to come back and stay in it late. And so I saw echoes of that in that debut. Honestly, the difference, though, in in, in this game – he was playing okay in the first half until the foul trouble failed him. And that wasn't really a surprise to me. Like, he's, he's making his name by blocking, you know, three-pointers and blocking jump shots, things that are normally taught to be bad defense. You don't normally jump at shooters. And so early on when he blocked that first jumper in the first quarter, I was like, I think my man's going to get some early fouls. So I wasn't surprised he was on the bench early. But I thought it spoke well that in the fourth quarter – when it was a competitive game and the, the team was really trying to, to stay in it and, and stay with Luka and Kyrie and, and, and get that win, he did score nine big points and, and was making plays late. So, you know, he wasn't going to make the Hall of Fame in his first game, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought he got in and, and played uh, solid enough to, to uh, get his NBA career started. Yeah, I think he showed a lot of mental toughness for a rookie there. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on, right now, you know, we got a game going on right now. You got the Bucks taking it to the Sixers right now. Dame, 19 in the first half. How you think How you think it's going to work this year, you know, with Giannis and Dame time? Do you think they can put it together to win at an elite level? Absolutely. I, they, they're my, my favorite, you know. I'm, I'm on record. We, we do the NBA picks at the start of each season. I, mm-hmm. I have the Bucks as, as, as the, my pick to win the championship. I think that, that Dame and Giannis, the two of them – they, they raise each other's ceiling so much because they're both players that opposing defenses have to distort themselves to try to slow down, right? We always talk about Giannis and building the wall to, to keep Giannis away from the rim. Well, a wall takes more than one person, right? So right. if you're, you're, you're spending two, three, four people in the paint to keep Giannis from getting to the rim, well, now who's guarding Dane? You know, and, and I think that early on we saw like the very first bucket the Bucks got was an assist from Lillard to Giannis. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Because Lillard does the same thing. He pulls opposing defenses out beyond the three-point line because you have to respect his shooting range out to like 30, 35 feet. So those two things together, I feel like if Middleton can get healthy, you know, he's had the knee issues. He had another knee surgery, I think, this offseason. If Middleton Mm -hmm. can get healthy, they've got a team, you know, it hurts that they lost Drew Holiday's defense, but NBA defenses are normally from the, the inside out. Right, and they still got Giannis. They still got Brooke Lopez protecting the paint. Um, you know, they got Portis, some more size off the bench. I really like their team. So if they stay healthy, I mean, the Celtics looked impressive last night too. But I feel like Milwaukee is the class of the East and um, could be on a, a collision course for the finals again. ESPN senior NBA writer Andre Snellings joining us here on Amber and Ian Norris Cole filling in for Ian. Let's talk about those C's because I, I would say they look frankly more than impressive. If Kristaps Porzingis can continue to do that, he put up, what, 30 last night, eight boards, he had four block shots last night. 
What do you mm-hmm. make of the Celtics? Because overall, you're still giving that nod to the Bucks. What do you make about this new look Celtics team? Yeah, I'm giving the nod to the Bucks because of, of the upside of those two together. But the Celtics, they filled the two holes that I've felt like they've had for the last, what, two, three, four seasons when they've been consistent conference finalists but haven't been able to get over that hump. I thought what they needed was a floor general. They needed a point guard. You know, Jason Tatum is an excellent leader scorer. Jalen Brown's an excellent scorer, but neither one of them are really uh, uh, point guards, guys that you want to be settling the team down late and making sure everybody gets their shots. And I felt like the, the guys that played point guard for them were pretty much spot-up three-point shooters more than floor generals. So getting Drew Holiday, I think, is that, that filled a major hole for them. And the other hole was, was scoring in the paint. You know, they, their big men were defenders. They, they were, you know, Al Horford could knock down the three, but they weren't guys that you would give the, the, the rock to and say, get us a bucket, whereas Porzingis is a bucket getter. And so, you know, they have the, the ability to mesh and be a very strong team. The only thing is they're, they're out there with a the team that might have the strongest uh, two-piece in Shaq and Kobe. And so it's going to be a challenge for them, but – I think the Celtics, the Bucks, and the Nuggets are clearly, in my opinion, kind of the class of the NBA. I think there's some other teams that could get on that level with them, but I think all three of them are top tier. Speaking of the Nuggets, you, you were doing a lot of talking about the Celtics and how strong they are and how they fill those holes, but the one thing I didn't hear you mention, which is what the Nuggets' strength was in their championship run last year, was their depth. Yeah. And the Nuggets seem like... They still have a little bit to figure out, you know, with Peyton Watson and how good Christian Braun is going to be. But I feel like they're the most complete team still after watching them game one against the Lakers. From the starters to the role players coming in off the bench. Tell me what you think about the Nuggets, you know, in the ring ceremony. And what's the ceiling to this team? And can they go back to back? Yeah, they they have the ability to go back to back. Um, I think that. The Nuggets last season, they won 53 games in the regular season, and so there was some thought that, like, okay, yeah, I mean, they won a championship, they're good, but I, I really felt like that 53 was a, a low watermark. Like, they did enough to get the number one seed in, in the West, and then Jokic missed some games down the stretch. Um, I really feel like they're probably more like a 60-win team than a 53-win team. And, okay. you know, they do you, you do a good job pointing out the depth, and, and you know, but what they have that – very, very few other teams have is Nikola Jokic, and, and he's, he's able to control the game in so many ways, but he's also massive, and, and that's a part of his, his game that I think that we don't really talk about a lot. We talk about his passing, we talk about his shooting, but just the fact that that man is so big that there aren't a lot of teams that have guys that could match up with him, and I think that that helped them in the postseason last year because the teams that I thought that had enough size that were good enough to make Jokic and the Nuggets work didn't make the finals. You know, I think the Bucks have that size. Right. You know, I thought that Embiid, when he faced off against Jokic, he, you know, he's one that could really take it to him. But Anthony mm-hmm. Davis just isn't big enough to keep Jokic from doing what he wants to do. And we saw that in, in the opening uh, night against the Lakers, who I really like the Lakers. I think they could be on that top tier as well. But I think they do have to figure out something to do 
against Jokic because he's the biggest mismatch in the Western Conference right now. And Anthony Davis has to stay motivated. <laughs> ESPN, uh, that part. NBA uh, senior writer, Andre Snellings. You can find him this time of year all over ESPN.com, plus with the fantasy basketball advice and the NBA betting advice coming your way. So definitely Appreciate you, Dre. Thank Shout out Dayton. Dayton, stand up. Yes, sir. Dayton, Ohio Love Fest up in here. All right, coming up next here on Amber and Ian with Norris Cole, we're going to break down more of the NFL's Week 8 matchups. The Bills leading the Bucks right now. Three zip. They just blocked a field goal attempt by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Week 8 is underway. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Bills trying to find their way into the end zone right now on fourth and goal. Maybe they were just trying to make the Bucks D jump. We'll see what happens here. Bills leading the Tampa Bay Bucks three zip right now. We'll keep you updated on all of the Thursday night football action as the first quarter in that game comes to an end. But there is a lot of action around the NFL to get to. Norris Cole filling in tonight for Ian Fitzsimmons. The World Series is on ESPN Radio. Catch all the action tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. The World Series will give us a little bumpsy tomorrow night, but we're here right now. And while we're here, we're going to talk some Week 8 NFL. Let's do it. Amber and Ian got one. We got one! Do I have to re-bring you in, James? Yes. Well, I mean, I've already introduced you on the show. What do you do every time you come into a segment? What it's do you, you say? It's you who wants the formal introduction every time you come I'm on to a segment. I'm just saying, that's what you do on a Red radio carpet. show. carpet. You want me to throw I roses out you. everywhere you walk? Hosting 101. Coming to America. You're too busy thinking about how Norris um, looped you in with heat culture. And <laughs> heat nation this, heat nation that. Making me sick over here. Oh, All right. man. I'm so. hearing some hating going on right now. They are haters, Norris. They are haters. Oh, I, oh, I do hate. <laughs> Let me sit back so they can see Larry and Larry Jr. again. Yeah, mm. there you go. Look oh, at that. Look at that hardware behind Norris. Cole. Well, just pretend you won those for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's get back into week eight. Week eight. Uh, Jets at the Giants. The Jets are three-point favorites on the road, kind of. They're not really on the road. They're playing <laughs> yeah, the on the road's place, overstating yeah. it a bit. Uh, so, so basically, they're playing in. They're on the road, but also at home. Uh, Jets three-point favorites. Amber, who you got? I mean, that's one of the reasons that this spread is close, right? Because nobody's on the road in this game. Uh, neutral territory, if we want to call it that. 
this is a big matchup, except for Tyrod Taylor is going to be leading the way for what has been a very disappointing and bad Giants team. I was wrong about the Giants. I thought the Giants were going to be okay this season. I thought maybe even be able to build on what they did last season. That has been anything but the case for this Giants team. This Jets team, however, although a lot of people were piling on when Aaron Rodgers went down, James Steele can tell you, Norris, that I am not related to Zach Wilson in any way, but a lot of people have accused me of being related to Zach Wilson. I mean, we kind of look alike. We both have blonde hair, blue eyes. We both have Wilson as our last name. I end up defending Zach Wilson quite a bit, which is why okay. people have decided that like, I must be his auntie or something. I'm not actually related to him, but I do think that this Jets team is so good with the pieces around him. Garrett Wilson, arguably one of the best receivers in the entire league. This defense, we already know about this. Jets defense, no reason to rehash all of that. I'll go Jets here in this matchup. It's a very intelligent take. And I totally agree. (laughs) (laughs) The Jets defense is serious. One of the best in the NFL. And, you know, you don't have to score that many points against the Giants, quite frankly. And so, put up 10, 13 points, play good defense. Should be able to win. And I think the Jets will. Yeah, one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to me in ESPN Radio is working with someone who can't stop defending Zach Wilson. Uh, it's, it's worked out. It's strange. starting to work out well for me that I have always been on that bandwagon. I carved out this lane. Nobody else was driving on this lane. And maybe the lane's starting to pay off. Nah, don't go overboard. This the team he has, and he's right, getting exactly. he's getting you know minutely better. But the team he has around him, let's not get overboard. Well, he's that's not all I've ever said. I never okay, said he okay. was going to be like some sort of elite quarterback. I just said that you don't need to trade him away or try to go somewhere else. Like facts, let's just facts. rock with him. You know, drafted him highly. I mean, and when Aaron Rodgers comes back, you go back to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not suggesting he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying. He can try to keep the ship afloat because the ship around him is quite good. It's the other thing. She doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's Zach Wilson. I have no idea what's going on oh, here. Oh, I have an issue with you now. Emma. Yeah, it's weird. All oh, right. We'll talk later. Let's, yeah, let's move on to the next game. The Rams at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are six-point favorites. Norris, who you got? I think uh, the Cowboys are going to do what they need to do. They, they always let me down when it comes to you know, marquee matchups, marquee games. But I think, you know, being at home, um, they need this win. Michael Parson just, you know, went out on records giving their inner <laughs> their inner rivalry um, so much credit. And so I think that'll give them motivation to go out there and play well. Um, the Rams, you know, their defense is it's not great which is good for Dak because anytime Dak goes against elite defenses, he kind of struggles. So I think I think that they'll get the win. The Cowboys have a huge matchup coming their way next week. They can't get caught looking ahead this week with the Rams. I don't think they will. This Rams team has been a weird team this season where at the beginning of the season we were like, huh? Like, are, are, they, are they actually okay maybe still somehow? And then they looked not so okay. And – And certainly that defense has had the problems that we expected that Rams defense to have coming into the season. I'll go Cowboys for for me in this one. That's pretty pretty easy pick, James. All right, one more. The Bengals at the 49ers. The 49ers are four-point favorites. I wonder wonder how much Sam Darnold has affected that. Nina Marks says... He's such a uh, much better quarterback than Brock Purdy. So Ten times better. Ten times better. Oh, yeah, man. it's a lot. It's a lot times better. Uh, Norris, who you got here? I got the Bengals in this one. Um, I think Wagner, the, the middle linebacker, he's he's a little banged up. 
Um, obviously, the quarterback play. I just don't. I just don't see the Bengals coming off a of bye week. Joe Burrow getting outplayed by Sam Darnold. I just that to me that just it can't happen. I don't see it happening. Being refreshed, I think the Bengals are. And last year, you know, coming off the bye last year, as soon as they came off the bye and Joe Burrow and every, everything got healthy, they they ran the table until they played against the Chiefs. So I think this year is going to be a little bit similar to that. And I'm going with the Bengals. The way the Bengals operate, because you and I are Miami Heat people, the way that the Bengals operate is like how Jimmy Butler operates in the regular season, and then all of a sudden he's postseason Jimmy, and it's a very different thing. That's how the Bengals are after a bye. That's how the Bengals are after they bother to get healthy at the beginning of every season. Joe Burrow was very clearly still injured at the beginning of this season with that calf injury. It's been the story of Joe Burrow's career, right? Where he comes into the season, he's got some injury plaguing him, and it takes that Bengals team a while and they start things off very very slow and it looks ugly early on and then we know where they end up in a postseason and always looking like a Super Bowl contender the last few years under Joe Burrow's reign that's going to continue here as well I think that although the 49ers are still favored without Brock I think maybe they stumble some more but for me that's going to be more about Cincinnati and actually less about San Francisco in this game I just believe that the Bengals are going to prove that they are in fact back